0: hey everyone uh, welcome back to another episode it's currently 1:34 p.m. here in Hawaii and uh, we are on day four I believe of mudding and taping the drywall um, so I'm actually picking up speed finally I'm getting into a groove um, like I said I was really rusty at first um, now I'm actually getting quite a bit more done um, I would say we're probably at let me take a look Yeah, we're probably at least at the 50% um, completion part as far as the mudding and taping. Um, We still have to, you know, obviously sand and stuff like that. Um, But in some areas, I have two coats of skin coat on top, and it looks really nice. And then some areas, I have three coats just because the, you know, things are showing through the the last coat that I put on. So I'm actually going back over a lot of these areas and um, skinning it again. Um, Like I said, some areas is... um, only two coats and then some coats th- some places are three coats. Um, so I have to kind of pick and choose. <clears throat> I'm also um, starting to do the drywall, mudding the round over edge. So for those of you that don't know, for every corner in your house um, or even your window seal, um, you're gonna have a round over um, corner, right? You can buy them in metal or vinyl or whatever you want. There's a couple of selections you can pick from. Um, So I'm actually starting that process because when you put that on The mud on that that area is going to be thicker Um, So it's going to take a lot longer to dry So besides me jumping around and mudding and taping everything else in the seams and the joints I'm also starting to mud the window seals with the round over edge in my case I am using the white vinyl Round over edge and I'm basically using just a pair of tin snips to just cut them in half so I just measure them to size, cut them in half, make sure it fits pretty decently, uh, and then, you know, load up the mud. Um, because the thing is, with, with this type, you have to load a lot of mud behind it. That way, when you push that roundover edge into that mud, all the mud's going to come through all the holes. That's what's locking that roundover edge to the actual um, drywall itself, you know, the mud and all that. So there's a ton of little holes that when you push it on, all the mud starts to push out. And then you use your knife to go ahead and um, your mudding knife to start smoothing things out, take off any extra mud that you don't need, um, that kind of stuff. Um, so I did um, three bottom of the window seals because you know, you're know you using a lot of mud and I'd rather have one, one section dried before I attempt to start doing the other sides, right? Um so it's kind of my thinking process behind it because I, I could create a mess for myself if it's all wet and I'm trying to put all the the roundover edges in. I'm I'm sure some people can do it, just not me. You know, so I'm gonna do one bottom at a ed- one bottom and then do the sides. But luckily there's tons of windows and still tons of mudding and taping. So um as long as I do at least um let's see one two windows per day um, I should be perfectly fine, um, because after that sets up and dries, I still have to put a skin coat over the whole edge, the outside edge of the window, you know, the inside of the the building, the inside of the room, that outside edge of the window seal, uh, so I have to float that with a 14-inch knife as well, so we can blend out, um, you know, the, the edges, and, you know, make it all look like one uniform wall, it's kind of like body working cars, I'm, I'm a lot better at body working cars than I am at, um mudding and taping drywall for sure um but yeah it's the same theory you know if you have if you have a dent and if you're not going to pull it out then you need to sand that area down to bare metal uh and then go ahead if you're going to use bondo or whatever it's going to be you're going to fill that that void in right a little bit higher than than what you want and then you're going to come back and you're going to sand that down um to start getting it to the same same level and same finish as the rest of that piece of that body that you're working. Uh, and then kind of right when you get to the point where you're looking pretty good, um, you can do a couple things. You can um, start wet sanding. In this case, we don't wet sand the drywall. But in body working, you will wet sand. You'll wet sand the area, um, primer, um, and then check it again. And if it needs to be wet sanded again, you wet sand some more, you primer some more. And what it's doing is filling in the voids and bling, blending everything together. Uh, and then you get to a point where it looks really nice and smooth And then you're ready for regular paint. Um, So that's kind of the the legit's of body work in a little bit um, for your vehicle. But it's kind of the same theory, just we're not wet sanding anything. Um, We're just, you have to dry sand everything. I mean, you could wet sand with a sponge, but to me, it just gets everything wet. And you got to wait longer for the mud to dry dry back out again, right? So to me, it doesn't make sense to um, use a wet sponge to feather out my edges when I can just use a... um, know just a basic um, sanding pad drywall sanding pads so but yeah guys these rooms are really starting to turn around you know I'll be honest with you I was a little intimidated because there's so much to drywall I mean so much to mud and tape that you know I was I was really a little hesitant because it's so much work Um, but now that I've been kind of going at it for the last what um, three or four days now Um, I've definitely been getting the hang of it. I'm feeling better. My wrist and my arms are getting adjusted to holding the knives and not getting cramped up as much. Um, So that's really good. Um, So yeah, now here's the thing. In a lot of these units, we still have cabinets and toilets and stuff just sitting in the middle of the room. And so it's kind of a nuance because we have to keep working around it, right? So what I'm planning on doing is actually just removing everything out of every room. That way I have free range of just mudding and taping because there's sections of the room that I cannot mud and tape because I have you know, all the cabinets or the countertops or whatever up against one wall so I can work the rest of the room. But I'm at the point that these things in, my, in the room are definitely holding me back from continuing because I could have did, did a lot more. So this afternoon I'm hoping I can get someone to come help me um, move um a lot of the stuff out of the rooms out onto the um porch area i mean it's already congested out here there's tons of stuff out here refrigerators and beds and tables and flooring all kinds of stuff Um, so i want to try to get everything out of the room that way i have free range of just going to town on mudding and taping i've really started to get used to it again so i'm really happy about that i'm feeling really good about it now The last couple days it was really going slow and I was feeling down about it because it was just going so slow. Um, But now I'm feeling really good and things are really moving a lot faster now, so yeah you know sometimes you just got to stick it out guys you know um yeah you just got to stick it out guys you'd be surprised you might want to give up on day three or four and then you're like the very next day it's like oh wait a minute it all comes together now you know what i mean <laughs> so um but yeah if i can get everything out of these rooms finish mudding all these rooms finish all mudding all the window seals all the corners with the round over corners um then it's just a matter of just letting everything dry off um and then um sand everything down make everything smooth Uh, And then we're ready for texture. Um, Texture will take only one day to do. Texture is actually um, quite easy. Some people don't like texture. Um, To me, actually, texture is, I like texture. Texture is the easiest part of doing drywall, really, in my opinion. Um, So we'll texture all the walls and the ceilings in every room. Um, And then once that's done, we just have to make sure everything is completely dry. Um, Double check any areas. Everything should be good. And then we're ready for spraying um, primer with my airless sprayer that will take literally maybe in an, an hour to two hours to 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 primer all these rooms and then i'm going to come back again and then primer all the rooms again uh, and then by the end of the day on the painting day um, i should have final color sprayed on the walls um at least two coats the primer dries extremely fast like extremely fast, within 30 minutes it's it's dry. You can touch it and everything, it's completely dry. Because um, it is humid here, it's a little bit hotter here. Um, so um, yeah, it will dry up a lot faster. And then as far as the paint is concerned, I do notice the paint takes longer to dry than the primer, which is okay, you know, because at that point if we're putting the regular color on already, the final color, that's it, that's a finished wall. It's It's done. We're ready to do flooring and start sliding everything into the units. And then we can really start um, finishing up the porch and stairs and all that stuff and this place will be ready to go soon. So um, I'm super excited because I can start seeing these walls coming uniform and looking good. So I feel really, really good about it. Um, There's a ton of work into this project, a ton of money. Um, Just to kind of recap really quick how much money I have into this project so far. Um, I'm roughly around $90,000 somewhere like, um, it's either a little bit, uh, give or take some, it's either a little bit lower than 90,000 or a little bit higher. I haven't sat down and calculated all the numbers, but I remember the last time I calculated everything, it was, um, very close. And since then I've bought a lot more other things like bunch of drywall mud and, you know, miscellaneous things. Um, but yeah, I'm at right around 90,000 for this project so far. Um, I think I'm going to end up walking away from this project at right around $95,000. Now, keep in mind, this is not just a regular home, right? There's five separate units, five separate bathrooms, five separate everything. And not only that, I am completely furnishing all the units from everything from beds to linens to pillows to um, irons, you know, um, to tables and dining room areas, sinks toilets showers um you know all the way down to the door handles on the doors and you know <laughs> i'm furnishing everything that goes in here including little um suck-a-less plants Succulent plants don't require a whole lot of watering so they won't die as fast uh, so i like that idea of being able to put some succulent plants in some of these rooms just to kind of liven it up a little bit um but yeah fully furnished i mean everything curtains soap Shampoos, extra linens and blankets and just everything guys (laughs) um, Whoever walks into these units, it's a brand new place and everything is everything you need is in there Another thing I added to these rooms that I haven't wired up yet I have them but I need to wire them up is when we get ready to start installing all the electrical outlet plugs and the switches So I'm gonna use regular switches for the lights, just basic regular switches. But for the plugs, um, I'm actually installing um, these type of electrical plugs where you can still plug in two regular appliances, but it also has two regular USB ports and a USB-C port for your smart devices. So what that does is it it eliminates you having to have your, your wall plug for your cell phone or whatever, right? You can basically take your USB plug and plug it directly into the actual wall outlet because it's built into the wall outlet. So yeah, it can accommodate two um, 120 volt appliances, whatever you're trying to run, uh, and then also two regular USB and one USB-C port. And um, they're all pretty much fast charging. Um, So yeah, that way people don't have to worry about that you know the other thing is is that it prevents me from having to buy or repeat buying um the wall adapters so when people come in just in case they decide to walk off when their their lease is up or whatever it is you know i may be buying a lot of these wall adapters so i wanted to avoid that so when it's built into the unit built into the wall built into the plug unless they're going to completely unscrew my plug and unwire it (laughs) um they're not taking it with them you know what i'm saying So I'm trying to keep my long-term overall costs low, right? So I'm spending the money up front. That way for my long-term costs, it's going to be low. So got to think for the future, right? Another thing is too, um, when this place is done, I'm going to have a christening of the place. We're going to have a barbecue um, and I'm going to allow everyone to sleep in each unit. So I've already picked unit number five for me because <laughs> I like unit number five for whatever reason. Um, but I'm gonna let everybody sleep over, enjoy the place. And at that point, we're actually gonna test everything. We're gonna make sure that the water pumps I'm, I purchased and all that stuff and the hot, the dual hot water heaters I have and all that can keep up with everything. That way, if there's an issue, what's, any issue whatsoever, I can go ahead and address that um, before I start having the renters come in. So that's the idea is just basically fill the units up just for a day or two. Turn everything on. I mean, turn everything on. Turn the showers on, full blast. You know, I want to see the worst case scenario. Everything on, running. Everybody using stuff in the units, relaxing, doing whatever, and just making sure everything runs flawlessly. If there is any issues whatsoever, I can address them uh, and then move forward, right? Um, but I, I, I plan, I pre-plan and do so much research uh, way ahead of time that, I don't believe we're going to have an issue because we have dual water pumps, two water pumps, and these are big water pumps, um, two hot water heaters, right? We're going to have a ton of water. You know, we have um, good electricity coming from the power grid. Um, In fact, on the 27th, they're actually hooking us up with um, power finally. Um, They're going to bring the power in from the road. It connect to the meter, put the new meter into the actual box, um, turn on power there. And then my electrician is going to work on um, installing the overhead lines um, to the actual house. So on the 27th, we'll have live power um, coming into a meter. And then by the end of the month, we'll have power coming to the actual um, building that I just built. And now keep in mind, everything is permitted. So I didn't take any shortcuts or anything like that. Um, everything is up and up. So that's the, that's the main way to go about it. Um, but yeah, drywall is continuing, guys. So I'm gonna take a quick break, have a little um, tea break. I like to drink Arizona tea. Um, some of you may not like that, but I do. And I like the um, Royal Mills coffee, the brown looking can. I don't know if you guys have that where you guys are at, but that's the only type of coffee I can drink. <laughs> so I'm gonna take a little break and then um, get motivated and just keep moving, guys. I want to get so much done today, and it's already, what, almost 2 o'clock, 1.49, Um, yeah, I should be able to get quite a lot more done, so, anyway, guys, enjoy the rest of your day, I'll keep you guys updated with the progress, and I'll see you guys on the next one.